Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm just about to start. Hold on. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What to Watch on Netflix. My name is Jed Shepard, and I'm your host. And if, in case you don't know, um, this podcast is about recommending things you can watch online. It doesn't have to be Netflix, uh, even though that's the name of the show. You can watch it on all manner of uh, different streaming platforms, Amazon, YouTube, Dailymotion, Xvideo, Pornhub, anything you want, as long as it's something that you like, is interesting um, and available to other people. I've got a really good guest on uh, this week, my good friend, Annie Hardy. Hello. Hello, Annie Hardy. Um, and Annie Hardy, Hi. for those that don't know, um, is a singer-songwriter from um, America, from LA. Um, she was in the band Giant Drag, um, who you might know had uh, like tons of hits and were generally great. Um, though I, th- I feel like, Annie, you don't give Giant Drag the, um, the props that other people give them anymore. You, you, you over them. I mean, kind of. I, I kind of was from the start, to be honest. But um, I it was just really... You just said that Giant Drag had a lot of hits. Yeah. You know, that didn't, that didn't so much happen out here in America. That okay. was like a UK and Europe-specific thing. But, you know, I just kind of... I underestimate Giant Drag because I forget. I, even though I was there, it was a different time, yeah. a different human inhabiting my very soul, I think. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give Giant Drag props. They were pretty tight. I the think old so. me, I would love to meet her. She looked so, so uh, sure of herself. And, <laughs> she did. And, and I don't think you've changed that much. I mean, obviously, no. 10 years down the line, um, everyone, like, gets older and wiser. Um I'm sluttier. Much sluttier. <laughs> are, you, are you much sluttier 10 years down the line? Oh my God! It's <laughs> substantial sluttiness increase. You would have thought. I mean, I, you would have thought being in a band in ten years ago, like in the band situation, you'd be a lot more promiscuous. You would think so, but really, I wasn't. <laughs> I was really also really high all the time in Giant Drang, okay. and so like that kind of like calmed any you know raging girl boners that might have. <laughs> erupted back then and plus like who am i gonna have sex with you know guys Guys that are my fans oh yeah but then then you know they're all narcissists and i found that staying single is the best way to be successful because then you don't have some fucking narcissist running your life and you fucking make your life about like tending to his because he's a grown man child, you know. That's true. Guys in bands are fucked. But you're you know, dating other musicians sucks. You're, you're dating another musician right now, though, Annie. Just you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. No. no, I'm just kidding. But at least I wisened up, and now I'm dating a very talented drummer instead of dating another lead singer. It's like, what could be more terrible than that? You yeah. know, that face-off narc shit. Like, who's who's the bigger narc? Who's more successful? It's like, if there's no way to kind of compare yourselves, because, like, you're in, you know, like with Rob, when I was dating Robert, it was great because he was a rapper. You know, yeah. it's almost incomparable because it's a totally different field. Do you know what? Like, um, so I, I mean, I've only in the last two weeks went and watched some of Robert's videos. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, you've, you've spoken about him tons, but I've never actually yeah. delved and actually watched some of the videos. Holy crap! He's he was really good. He was so amazing. He was, really he was the best. 
possibly. I mean, rapper. I hate to say this. Yeah. He was the best white rapper that, like, you know, that yeah. I've ever heard of. He was so he was so incredible. And yeah, what I like is he he wasn't afraid to kind of because in battle rapping you've got to kind of hit it where it hurts, and he wasn't afraid to go to places where other people may not have gone. And I think that takes guts. But I mean, do you feel like Robert was being genuine when he was saying those things, or do you think it was oh, all no, the no, acts? No. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, it was definitely the act. Yeah, because from from what I saw from the I saw like a few videos, he absolutely shocked people with his antics. He, he cut himself as well, but I felt like yeah. that was his way of disarming the enemy by shocking them uh, so much that they couldn't concentrate and it was, it was a great tactic precisely and he and he was great at it like he would you know show up inexplicably bleeding to a <laughs> battle and like you know nothing's i don't think scarier than like a really crazy white boy you know <laughs> yeah. except maybe an except maybe a really crazy asian but um <laughs> <laughs> because they obviously but, martial know, arts um yeah and i've got some crazy asian film coming up in, in a bit but let's talk more about you tell us a little bit about giant drag i mean obviously i know because i, I was a big fan of, of giant drag um at the time uh sucked that it ended um, mm-hmm. But while you were very young when you kind of started Giant Drag, and you've thankfully, uh, Annie, Annie let me stay with her in, in LA when I was over there recently, and she gave me a bunch of old uh, Giant Drag, well, not Giant Drag tapes, Annie Hardy tapes when you were, you were a yeah. little kid. Um, yeah. and I, I still have to go through them, but it's got a bunch of like demos of like the, basically, your first album. Um, and I need to kind of download them onto digital and explore. Because there's probably some gems in there that you could use right now, maybe. Oh, I would say, like, my best songs. I feel like when you start writing songs, your best shit comes out first, you know, because it's pure. Yeah. Like, it's been waiting so long to come out of you. Yeah. And so it comes out, and, you know, and it's just raring to go. It's been my doing songs, your whole life. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, and then you kind of dilute your your power somewhat. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to hear. Good. Sequels never as good as things wear on. That's why Giant Drag had to end. It's like, what would have been the point? Like, we were, you know, the second album took like seven years to make and put out. And all throughout yeah. the thing, Micah was like never fully like wanting to commit. Like he, before I signed to Interscope Records, he quit the band. So I was the only one who signed the contract. It was just yeah. a giant drag from day one. That's kind of like a Paramore style contract where only the, the female lead singer signs. The rest of the band are exactly. kind of furniture. Um, it's very, very much don't speak, no doubt style. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then after Giant Drag, you kind of um, had little musical interludes here and there. Uh, but then mm-hmm. you are doing your solo thing now and your album came yes. out, Annie Hardy Rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. And can you tell <laughs> me a little bit? Obviously, I've heard it like a million times now, but um, wh- what is the album about? Because, I mean, it's obviously about some real hard stuff. Yeah, the album is about Robert, who we were just talking about, who was my uh, boyfriend for uh, many years. He, he uh, well, first we had a baby, and our baby died at 17 days old of SIDS or whatever. And so that was obviously like, you know, uh, unthinkable pain. And that kind of brought me out of my weird hiatus where I had just been writing songs about like, God knows what weird shit. Uh, and it kind of brought me back into my voice. Actually, it gave me a whole new voice because I I was driving my car one day doing band car, of course, which we'll talk about Uh, later. 
Yeah. And uh, this was right after Silvio had died. That was my son's name. And, um, and I noticed I started singing and all of a sudden I had this like Janis Joplin shit going on that <laughs> had never been there before. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, where did this just come from? This must be why black people sound the way they do, because, like, they must, they've endured, like, some real shit. <laughs> and until I endured real shit, I didn't have my real shit singing voice. And so then we started making the album, me and uh, Joe Cardamon from Icarus, Icarus Line. Line. Yeah. And, um, and my best friend also. Uh, and so he and I started making this album halfway through the album, Fucking Robert died of a drug overdose. And yeah. I, I can speak about this somewhat emotionally detached because it is just like so unthinkable and gnarly, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, like, is this fucking real? Like, whoa. There's so much kind of tragic stuff happening to one person in such a short space of time. You'd think yeah. the f- fates would spread it out a little bit, but no, you're going to have it in the space of a year, basically. Yeah, basically. And, you know, I have my theories for what it's all about and why it must be this way. And I I hope and pray that it's all for the greater good and that maybe God deemed me worthy to go through all this fucking bullshit so that I could help other people and i think with, you have i've seen people say to you online like you've really your, your songs really helped me um and they kind of empathize with what you've gone through because they've gone through maybe similar things themselves um, right yeah i've gotten a lot of message from a lot of women who have had miscarriages babies died etc yeah and yeah that makes me feel like good this you know as long as the suffering is not all in vain which it never is because god always uses it somehow then i'm okay with it and i'm just like now i know i can walk through absolutely anything i don't want to i can't believe how like how well um well not well but how how well you've, you've dealt with this situation because a lot of people would have just broken down and that would have been the end of them but you've kind of used it um, as a kind of a t- like a test that you had to pass and, and you've, you've gone through to the other side and and passed that test and yeah I feel like you know uh what doesn't kill me definitely makes me stronger but what makes me able to become strong is my ability to transmute these terrible things using art and music and my creativity because I was already on that kind of living in that flow state you know, type of thing where I just do whatever I want all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, I, and I'm properly moved to the right things to be doing. And uh, then this happened and it cracked my like last, like whatever was in the way yeah. of like feeling, being present, truly present. And when you're that present, like when you're not running from negative emotions all the time, like I was most of my life, yeah. you're able to just be this channel for the energies of the universe that are creative in nature to flow through you and it's tight yeah well i'm, I'm glad i'm glad um you're you're okay now and um you have an album that just came out as well called rules and we'll talk a little bit, little bit about that later as well um and we'll talk a little bit about what you've kind of done to kind of help you get over this in terms of uh, an ongoing project that you've been doing uh, for the last, well, few years? How, how long have you been doing Bandcar? I've been doing Bandcar for about five or six years now. Wow, okay. Although I conceived the idea yeah. when I was in high school. 
okay, well, let's save, let's save it for, for a minute um, because I'm the host, so I go first. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, so I want to give my first recommendation of what to watch on Netflix. And that is a, an Asian martial arts vampire film <laughs> oh brother <laughs> yeah it's called it's called magic cop some people think of it as mr vampire five it's called magic cop to me and annie hardy this is probably the film that i know if i showed you this you would you'd hate me a little bit you'd probably keep it inside but you would hate me <laughs> so this, this is it's just kind of a it's a weird concept. Um, you'd have to watch the, the four previous Mr. Vampire films, which I know you will not under any nope, circumstances. No, I will never do that. <laughs> but, so this this is based in the same world, and it's about a, a cop in China who uses weird methods to kind of deal with crimes. And most of these crimes are kind of suspicious murders in, in this town. And the kind of antagonist of this particular film magic cop is what i can only describe as a witch stroke vampire type lady who I, i'm not oh. too sure she doesn't do anything too vampiric but she's it's in the mr vampire film so she, she's a vampire she has powers she's killing people left right and center she can shoot like wires of to strangle people out of her hands um, and only this one particular cop magic cop knows how to destroy her and he has a bumbling team of people behind him helping him and and his uh niece who is who's in the police force too and it's essentially this magic cop versus this undead lady um using all of this kind of chinese magic to fight each other um it doesn't sound like the greatest film ever but it is am am visually amazing there's one particular scene towards the end where they're fighting on this roof and she is throw she is lifting cement slabs from the ground they're floating in the air and she's firing them towards him and he's dodging it with he has like a, a special mirror that can reflect her magic this sounds bizarre and i know you are absolutely the wrong person to be pitching this to but yeah especially because I like this low key sounds racist, but like, <laughs> I fucking hate Chinese people now because of eBay. So I couldn't what? watch this. Explain this. Why? Why you're not fond of Chinese people? Every time I go on eBay to buy some cool shit, yeah, there's you know I I, I try to avoid Chinese people because like the plague. Oh God, they don't yeah. have regulation about like wh whether or not they want to use some like toxic sludge to create this product and it's always cheap it always breaks and it always sucks you know so i try to avoid that chinese okay. people have gone through the back door of ebay now and it says it straight up says yeah. u.s seller which right. makes me think they live in the u.s okay, and then sense. this is the funny part where it says they're shipping from is Chino, which is a city here in California. Okay. Chino, California. Yeah. But if you change the last letter on Chino, it becomes China. So, uh... so I think they think they've found a loophole or some shit. I don't know. I yeah. fucking hate them. But they just they make all this cheap shit. They're ruining the world. They're taking over from America as like the number one like export, but, you know, but, company. But that's because America is becoming a pile of of dog turd as well. Like, oh, America sucks now. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, in in the world's eyes, um, I don't know how you, how much you can tell from being within America. But I mean, I'm a massive. I love America. I'm. I'm. I'm I Me too. Do. So, I, I I hate to see it being kind of. Um, people becoming jaded with just the thought of anything American and people who would previously want to go there on holiday are just not going anymore because they don't like the fact Trump's in power and he's he's making isolating 
much like much like Theresa May, our Prime Minister, is trying to isolate England from from everyone. Trump has obviously isolated America from the from the whole world. Yeah. So so back on to back on to Magic Cop. Yeah. <laughs> this this film is uh, one of the kind of the the best examples of a Hong Kong horror comedy film produced, and it's from 1990. Um, it's directed by a guy called Stephen Tung, who's quite famous for for these type of films. Um, and if you want, hey, just... Tyler from Aerosmith. No, Stephen Tung, but it would a Stephen oh. Tyler version of this would be would be great. He would obviously play yeah, Magic Cup, <laughs> but Stephen Tung, and um, yeah, it's available to stream on YouTube. So I mean, I guess that's not the most official way, but I could only find it on YouTube, and it's got English subtitles. And I watched it two days ago um, and i really loved it it's a real kind of slice of entertainment very strange but i love anything about that i'm kind of doing a bit of research on, on vampires at the moment because i'm writing something so i'm trying to find out about vampires from all around the world the different hey annie hardy did you know that um chinese vampires if you throw rice on the ground and they're chasing you they they, they have to stop and count every grain of rice that's in <laughs> that's in chinese mythology i have no idea why and also i believe it I believe it. They can't see you if you hold your breath. Chinese vampires. Oh shit. So you know how American I... vampires <laughs> they have their own rules, yeah. crosses, you can't you have to invite them in. China has their own version too. Wait, uh, wait, how does that are you allowed to say how this uh, magic cop movie ends? Um it basically ends with Magic Cop fighting this this person. And you can kind of guess because the name of the film is Magic Cop, so I'm not gonna spoil it, but you should wa- right. you should watch it if you get a chance on YouTube. No. Um, <laughs> so that's my first choice, Annie Hardy. Um uh, Magic Cop. What is your first choice of what to watch on Netflix? My, my first choice. Now let me give the this uh you know disclaimer that I don't watch anything unless it's an informational video about spirituality <laughs> or health or maybe conspiracy theory if I'm having any <laughs> negatively focused day. You stopped sending me conspiracy videos, Annie. You used to always send me conspiracy videos like, Jenny, you should watch this about the Mandela effect. It's true. Yeah. Look at this. Um, I don't get those videos anymore. Who are you sending these videos to? I don't send them anymore because okay. I don't really I'm phasing out videos altogether, and I'm because I think entertainment enslaves our brain, and it enslaves us as a race. But it also educates and us, educates us as well. I guess it does, yeah. But yeah. it annoys me more than anything, <laughs> and so I'm always trying to like be on my grind, doing something, creating something. Yeah. Ooh, an estate sale, oh Saturday. Yeah, but so I, I'm out in the world trying to yeah. to, to live a real life. And I spent my entire... When I was in Giant Drag, all I did was watch movie... No, TV. Just TV. You, you, you live in the band lifestyle. That's what happens when you're in a band. You kind of like lazy around on, between shows, watching stuff, yeah. writing songs. Being a pig, a lazy pig. Be, being a pig. Yeah, <laughs> now, I gar- now I garden. So, But when I'm not gardening, I like to watch a few things. Usually, it sounds narcissistic, but... You know, it's got to be something I've created because I'm not trying to intake other people's creations at this time in my life. Yeah. So what's your choice? My first choice is a movie I'm in called I'm Here by Spike Jones. He made this movie right after he did um, Where the Wild Things Are. Wow. Remember? That yeah, I, no, I, really, I really like that film. And, it's, cra- and so, it's crazy to me, Annie, that you are in a Spike Jones film because Spike Jones is probably one of the top five 
most interesting and um, just talented directors, I think, is around in America at the moment. Um, yeah, he's amazing. And, you know, that uh, Where the Wild Things Are, obviously, is Maurice Sendak book yeah. uh, for kids. And then our movie is a short film, and it's also a Maurice Sendak, um, but it's, like, not so obvious. But it is based on his book, The Giving Tree. Yeah. About you familiar with it? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's with robots, and so we <laughs> all, <laughs> so all of us were like, uh, most all of us were robots. Like I play the best friend, also named Annie, yeah. of uh, the main character, and you know. So Andrew, you play a robot. Uh, I play a robot. Yeah. I'm a robot, and we're. We're wearing our robot costumes. Were real, like there's CGI eyes, but and mouth that's as it. well. It's CGI mouth, mouth as well, isn't right, it? Right, yeah. right. It's very creepy to watch. I recently watched it, and I was you know, with you. And yeah, you made me watch it. Out. Well, I wanted to watch it, in fact, because yeah, you wanted to. Yeah, because I remember because I was a big giant drag fan. I was like Annie Hardy's in a Spike Jones film. I I, I want to watch this, and I remember like film blogs and made made a whole big deal of it. And I remember thinking who's Annie going to play and when I saw you as this amazing kind of robot um amazing in, in I mean it's not the most technically wondrous robot but it's very endearing the kind of robot yeah. design yeah yeah it, no, it was great cute. Yeah. they wrote me into the film just because they liked me <laughs> I guess and uh and I guess that's why I, they couldn't even be bothered to think up a different name for me. But anytime, <laughs> anytime I act, I feel like I'm just acting like myself. Yeah. Well, so, I've just written you into a film as well. Well, you're, oh, yes. you're, yeah. Um, and something I'm not allowed to say who, who it's for, but it's for a big company stroke channel. Uh, but the main yeah. character is going to be called Annie Hardy after Annie yes. Hardy. Um, so yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go on. So what's the, what's I'm, oh. what's I'm here about? So I'm here based on the giving tree and this tree, you know, or, well, I'll talk about the movie, this robot, right? And, and this girl robot, they fall in love, which robots can't really do. And, <laughs> and they fucking, they go to like shows and, and, you know, the main character guy is Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Garfield. Yes. Yeah. He plays Garfield the cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one. He yeah, hates, absolutely hates Mondays. But he loves lasagna. He it's does. Crazy. <laughs> that guy. So, yeah, uh, and Andrew's in it. And then, like, another British girl uh, is in it. And, a, and an Australian guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You only know them by, the, by their accents. Yeah. It's yeah, Sienna Gullery, I think. Sienna yeah. Gullery. Yeah. Yeah, Sienna. She was so sweet. I loved her. And then, yeah, it was a good time to make this. And, you know, uh, I... I uh, basically the robot main character dude. He's the the bitch, the woman. God, why do I do that? Why do I say that about women? The woman, the yeah. female lead, Sienna's character. Um, she keeps like getting into trouble, losing a limb, losing a, a hand, an arm, and 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 Andrew's character keeps, you know, s supplying her with his because he loves her and he wants. And basically, he's just ahead at the end of it yeah. so to me when watching it with you i mm -hmm. realized this is a commentary also about the narcissist because <laughs> I'm, you know i'm not to make put that on everything but it really is like a narcissist yeah. will 
will do that to you. They'll take everything you have until you're just a head on an operating table mm -hmm. and then their head falls off and they need your head now. And you've just, you're gone, you're dead, you're a walking dead robot zombie out in this world. <laughs> oh, and robot, you're already, robot's already in the title, perfect. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're just a dead person and a narcissist has devoured your fucking soul and the giving tree. <laughs> what, what, what was it like, what was it like playing a robot and what was it like working for spike jones working for spike was totally sick it was totally tight uh he we basically went in and wrote like he had some outline stuff but we yeah. went in and fucked around and created like our own dialogue and of course mine got like some of mine got was was too hot for tv or film. <laughs> this podcast um, is pretty hot, too hot for tv but yeah well good so uh, so and and did he kind of give you much direction? Is he the kind of director that says, "Okay, do this, look that way," or is it just more kind of like no. freeform? I mean, Spike is the kind of guy who is smart enough to assemble the right uh, cast and crew of really, really talented, creative people yeah. that will almost do his job for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, and but you know, then yeah, I'm not sure how. I don't remember everything, but I just remember that it was really easy. It was very like flow state. And, um, and yeah, I remember going like, Oh, tight. Like seeing the script, like, Oh, that's what I said in the weird rehearsal thing. And it was really cool. You know, I really like acting. I really like sitting around in a trailer for most of my day and just doing nothing. I yeah. thought it was so tight and I would do it again in a heartbeat. It's, and then I bought the band car after that. So yeah, which like, we'll come on to in a bit. Right, yeah. Right. When we wrapped, I bought a new car. Are you, Thank you, Spike Jones. Did, did you get, or did he pay much money for, uh, for, for that? Or did, was, did you do it on a yeah. free? Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, it wasn't for free. Yeah. I don't work for free. <laughs> I mean, I do, but like I prefer not to. Yeah. And then the whole movie was, I believe it was sponsored by, uh, What's that, vodka? Absolute? Yeah, yeah, that, that's quite prominent in it. Um, so they paid for it, <laughs> so I got paid, yeah. It is quite funny seeing your name next to Andrew Garfield on, on, a, on a poster. Why, you think Andrew Garfield's better than me, Jen? I think, uh, no, I mean, I, I think he should be a bit further down. It should oh. be. <laughs> that's right. That's what I thought too. That, I didn't bother saying anything to them though. But so do you still <laughs> do you still speak to Spike at all? Does he ever cross your path ever? No, not at all. Was you were you Nobody... friends with him before? <laughs> uh, we were we were like I mean I guess friends. We just worked together. You know I wouldn't yeah. call it, it's Hollywood friends. Ah uh, like, okay. Yeah, you know the, these kinds of friends are the first ones to disappear when bad shit happens in your life yeah. nobody gives a shit anymore yeah. you know who else worked on that i think lance bangs was, oh. was you know <laughs> i think i even re reached out to him once and he he didn't write me back but that could be just my weird uh technological demon difficulties it could that make be me unable to ever contact any of the people i need to like the the emails just disappear into the ether and I swear it's true. That that's true. Sometimes you try to email me and you're like, did you get my email? <laughs> no, I didn't get your email. Exactly. Um, but I mean, that's, that is a great choice and that's available for free. You can find that on YouTube. It's called I'm Here by Spike Jones, and it's uh, it's only 29 minutes long as well. So don't have yeah. any excuses really. It's got a really high rating on IMDb as well. So um, 
Uh, yeah. yeah and that's probably mostly because of you annie you are to me you are the best thing in that um thank you i like to come into a movie and and be the best part of it because you i feel like you're the most natural because I, I mean andrew garfield's great he was obviously spider-man but i think he's a little bit wooden in his acting whereas your yeah. acting as a robot is much more emotive um than his i wish they showed your face and not just have a robot face uh, uh, yeah i know wouldn't that be better i think so yeah but whatever exactly well that's a great choice uh so let's go straight on to my second choice uh my second choice is a film that is available on netflix and it is a film called xx and and annie i know you're gonna love this uh, and i'm saying this as a, a very ironically because it's a film an anthology series a horror anthology series with four short films crammed into one film all made by women and i know what you think already you think you don't like the fact that it's kind of champ it's kind of like a flag waving look at this this is made by women so all women should like it but this film is great it's great so each each section is directed by um a woman and some of them I think they're making their first directorial debut and it's four four horror stories which are just just incredible and the acting in it is brilliant too it it premiered at sundance uh which i was at are you, are you okay there annie sounds like you've uh sorry i've just arrived back at my house oh okay. a little rambunctious but i'm getting inside of where oh nice never be loud again. okay cool um sorry, go on. oh no it's all right so the xx is uh four short stories and each of the short stories are brilliant in its own right as we just did a short story it's it's, it's quite uh, sorry a short film it's quite apt that um we're doing four now so the first story um, in this uh, anthology series is called The Box, which is about a... Um, vagina. It's about a vagina. Well, they're all about vaginas, <laughs> really. But it's about yeah. um, a train journey and a, a little boy's on the train with his mum and he sees an old man with a red box. That's the kind of the jump off point of this story. He lets that Danny, the little boy, look inside the box and the audience never sees what's in the box. But from that day on, the boy refuses to eat anything um and he and he gets skinnier and skinnier and skinnier and he just refuses to eat and then he tells his sister what he saw in the box and then she refuses to eat from then on and it goes on like that and it's really messed up um but absolutely how do they make the actors get skinnier in it i actually don't know it's it's amazing how they do it watch it you've got netflix um i actually don't know how they do it but it looks brilliant i mean some of it's obviously makeup and maybe i don't think it's cgi i just think maybe just lighting i guess i don't know um so that's called the box the second story is called the birthday party which is great because it's um directed by um saint vincent the uh singer Annie Clark, oh. another Annie, Annie Clark. Um, she directs it um, and it stars one of my favourite actresses, which is Melanie Linsky. And it's about her trying to hold a birthday party for her daughter and it going, just going completely mental, essentially, where she ends up having a dead body at this kid's uh, birthday party. The third story, which is my favourite story, is called Don't Fall. It's about a group of women driving into the desert, having an adventure and being attacked by a creature and it's actually genuinely scary i'm I, i'm not faced with anything but the kind of situation that these girls are in in the desert with this monster it's kind of full-on um and the last the last story in xx is called her only living son about a woman who's presumably done a deal with the devil and the consequences uh 
of what happens when that when uh, you do that. And I know you're going to appreciate that because you uh, fully believe that the devil is a um, a thing in people's lives. Oh, the devil, I don't fully believe. I fully know that the devil's real, God's real, angels are real, demons are real. But angels are real. Have you ever seen an angel? Besides yes, when I, I came to visit. Let's, let's strike I'm that off the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for one right now in the... Angel baby, the, your cat. Angel baby, yeah. That's true. She's <laughs> sent from, from, from the heavens. She um, is. And I myself am also a, uh angelic... Uh, incarnated human being wait wait what did that guy i talked to this guy named uh kj or j something sounds Two legit letters. yeah AJ, okay <laughs> aj from twin uh Peaks? twin lights twin lights it's what? a twin flame it's a spiritual crap on the internet like okay. people that sound super psycho yeah but, like he's actually very gifted like you know, he probably was working with the devil, but he told me <laughs> that I am a human angel, not to be confused with an incarnated angel. Did you, did human... you pay him? No, I did not pay oh, okay. him. Okay, well, that's interesting, right? And he just like, uh, he's like, well, that makes sense with what you are. And I go, what I am, which is what? And he goes, you are a human angel. He goes, incarnated angels have the essence of an angel inside a human body, but you are actually part human part angel and i know that he's right isn't it yeah and i know i know he's right thanks to my research uh on rh negative bloodlines because (laughs) 15 percent of this world only uh has rh you know if you have a negative b negative a b negative o negative blood the scientists don't know where you're where you originated yep you're not related that is true that is true yep So I do, though. I originated in heaven. There's four bloodlines. You know, the Illuminati believes they're the 13 bloodlines descended from Lucifer. So they are going to be half of your RH negative people. The O negatives are the reptilian, you know, demon devil descendants. And then my blood type, which is the rarest one on the entire planet, AB negative, with only 1% of the world holding this blood type. Yeah. Mine is descended from Jesus, which sounds so crazy. I know. Well, that's based on the true on the um, Turin shroud, the the blood they got from the Turin shroud, which they've now kind of said that it's it's from like the 14th century, so it can't be anything to do with the body of a supposed Christ figure in in the year zero. So it wasn't based on that, Jed. It was just based on my calculation. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I didn't know, know about your research. <laughs> Good to know that it's supported by the shroud that they've, you know, they, the they, shroud, always, yeah. they always say that wasn't real or whatever. But it's like, why would this whole Jesus devil God thing be a, even an issue if it's not real? And why do the people who run the world who like, you know, pizza gate out little t- prostitute kids to have sex with and do all this evil shit, if they all are trying to put down Jesus or like, you know, just worship the devil and get you to, too. You know, how can Jesus not be a real thing? He's definitely real. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, um, that feeds into uh, what I think about the XX. I think it's heavenly, and I think people should watch it. And it's available on Netflix right now, uh, streaming. Annie, will you will you check out at least the first story about the the box? Yeah, yeah, I will. It sounds okay. good, actually. It, this one sounds. It generally good. is, yeah, and a lot of people like it. And I mean, you, you often don't get women uh, directing horror films, especially. So it's good to see. Oh, uh, that's. That's why I'm going to start directing horror films. You, sh- you really should. We need to talk about uh, uh, Bandcamp the movie, uh, which yeah. brings us on to your next choice, which My is... My next choice is Bandcar. Bandcar. So explain Bandcar for those that don't know. Bandcar is the world's first show of its kind. It's a live improvised music show uh, broadcast and performed from a moving vehicle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's... It's me. I mean, it's me and sometimes a guest, Yeah. but sometimes just me and making beats or playing a keyboard as I drive the car. And then the viewers write in one to two words, uppercase letters only, because I am trying to drive a car here. (laughs) Yeah. So dangerous. uh, Yeah. So dangerous. But like I said, angels are real and the angels surround me because they know that band car spreads joy to the people. And sometimes I do something called band car church. Where I opt to, I just talk instead. I talk about, you know, things to instill hope and a spiritual awareness in people. Yeah. So don't feel so alone in this lonely, shitty devil world that we live in now. So so just to explain how this works. So Annie is in her car driving from A to B, could be anywhere. And she puts her phone on the dashboard pointing at her. She loads up. What what app are you using to um, stream these? it's uh periscope yeah Yeah. so use periscope it gives people a notification that you're on periscope they join in they can write things to you in capital letters and you're rapping the whole time and as you're rapping um you are bringing in the words that they uh say into into your raps and your rapping is very very impressive um did you is that how you met robert like kind of through that or is it just coincidence that he was a, a battle rapper and have you ever tried to do battle rapping yourself no, I could never do that. I think battle rap is evil and sucks, and it's not nice to do. Uh, but kind of, I mean, my own rapping is at the root of, like, me and Robert were introduced by my good friend, Caitlin, who I had just saved from. She was dating my ex-boyfriend, the dark triad narcissist, and I went and I rescued her just by telling her my, she realized he was a fucking liar. And, and uh, so in... Then, like, shortly after that, she, she, I've never been coerced so hard to go out to di- dinner at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning okay. by someone. And and she took me, and I met Robert, and I was like, uh, what is this guy's deal? But he, uh, you know, she told him I rapped, and so I showed him some videos. And then I go, oh, do you know this one guy, this ex-boyfriend of mine who was, like, such a fucking piece of shit and and robert had actually been his battle rap mentor wow he had become a battle rapper and so the whole um guys of me and robert hanging out was let's challenge my ex-boyfriend to battle me you know did that and ever happen he wouldn't do it he put he was oh. such a pussy he said he first he demanded 700 dollars, and then my friend uh, at the time who was dating Charlie Sheen, who happened to get a monthly stipend of a lot of money to be doing that. Uh, she's like, I'll pay Which for it. Which friend's that? And Which? Jana, 
Jordan, the porn star. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Because he had two at the same time, didn't he? Uh, he had three. Oh, Charlie's okay. Angel. <laughs> right, okay. That makes blonde, sense. a brunette, and a redhead. Okay. So Janet and I were friends back then. Yeah. And she she was like, I'll pay for it, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, and fucking... But he said no. He got really offended because he's a huge narcissist, rageaholic piece of shit. So he didn't do it. And then instead, me and Robert ended up having sex and spending every day together for the next two and a half. And no, years. no money was uh, changed hands. No seven hundred pounds. No was changed. money. Yeah, there was no prostitution. <laughs> could could you, could you have battle wrapped Charlie Sheen? I feel like that was the next logical. Maybe it could have happened. He'd be up for that. I'm sure he would. Um, yeah, I would have won though. <laughs> so me and Robert would battle rap sometimes, like because our fights were so crazy, and we would just take it there to like to to battle like. But it was yeah, gnarly. I know because you you filmed you filmed an argument and you showed me <laughs> not just one. I found another one a couple Did you? days ago. Okay, you can <laughs> yeah. show me that later. Um. But Bancar, it's you've been doing it for five to six years, and you yeah. do this like you could do it multiple times a day. You just if you have to go somewhere, jump in your car, and that's it. Yeah. Bancar started, and um, people I, I've seen how people kind of talk to you on there. Sometimes people are just uh, they adore you and they just love everything you do. Some people just shout abuse at you. Some people, oh, yeah, yeah, that's or, almost favorite yeah of. and they try and scare you like someone's in the back of your car or <laughs> you're, you're gonna crash just stuff like that yeah but i mean a lot of people want to join in and they suggest words and they they go for like really weird words that, you, that might be hard for you to to work into a rap but you manage to do it and i'm, I'm always impressed i mean i should I, I need to watch it a bit more than i do because i'm, I'm mostly always busy but when i get a chance to uh, and the times are right um i'm just always impressed with how you work in just the weirdest words in, in, into your into your raps while you're driving while you're trying not to die in the streets because a car is a bullet and you're rapping um yeah <laughs> and but i think it's cool because i get to create something that if any element of the show was different if that one viewer hadn't written that one word you know yeah. it could have been a totally different song show and together we all create something that never existed before and never will exist again and it and sometimes it's terrible sometimes it's awful but you know what i don't i don't care what people think too much to where i like go and edit it and erase the bad ones i just let it fly because i'm just trying to promote you know self-acceptance acceptance of others and of life the way it is yeah. because res- resistance to what is is the cause of all suffering in life well, there you go that's that's band car in a nutshell um and if people yeah. don't manage to catch it live um it's still on your twitter at annie hardy for 24 hours and some sometimes the best no bits, no they, oh, it's not. they don't do they don't delete them anymore oh wow okay so just check out at annie hardy on twitter and then you can see every band car from the time they stopped deleting things um, and also, if you go into YouTube and go to Annie Hardy, Hardy's YouTube, you can see a lot of the kind of best of band cars up there. Um, the Asia. I special need to make a new stuff. one of those. Yeah, you best do. of. You do. They they're great. And then I, I I won't feel like I've missed out. Uh, but that that's, that is a great uh, a great second pick. Straight on to my third and final pick, um, and it is a film. A short film as well. We're going short film crazy here today. And it's a film called Curve. 
And Curve is a film, an Australian short film that played alongside my film, Dawn of the Deaf, at a, a million different festivals. Um, it was always Curve and Dawn of the Deaf. And we always kind of battled to see which one would be last. Because if, if, if your film is shown last at a film festival, then it's probably considered by the organisers as probably the best one, the one they want to leave the audience thinking about. Um, so it was either always, always Dawn of the Deaf or Curve. And Curve... It's a very simple premise. This is 10 minutes long. And Annie, I'll send you a link to this. Um, it is, all, all it is, it's uh, a woman wakes up and she's on the side of a cliff, but it's like a, kind of like a curve. Um, and it's a very smooth cliff. Um, everything's dark around her. So it kind of looks, you don't know where she is. You can't tell if she's um, in space or if she's underwater, you can't really tell, but it's a curve and she's slipping into an abyss where you can't see the bottom of it. Her hands are completely bloodied. Her nails are kind of like peeling off. Something's happened. That she, yeah, she can't remember how she got onto that curve, how she fell down there, but she's stuck there. So the whole 10 minutes is her trying to crawl up this almost sheer curve Um but she keeps slipping down and everything that happens within those 10 minutes is designed to stop her from reaching the top of this curve so she can escape. Um, I mean, that's all I have to say about it because anyone will be spoiling it. Um, but it's, it's an incredible premise because I can't believe something so simple and so weird has made me so transfixed. And I, I'm always very critical of other people's short films just because... Um, I've made quite a successful one myself and I'm always comparing my one to others. And Curve was one of the short films where I've just said, okay, I wouldn't have come up with this concept. This is so, so amazing um, and nothing, like completely out of my wheelhouse. I wouldn't have been able to come up with something like this. Um, it's brilliant. Um, it's directed by a guy called Tim Egan, an Australian guy. And the, the, the girl in it is uh, a played well she hasn't got a name but she's played by a lady called laura jane turner and it's a little bit sci-fi a little bit horror but mostly it's just dramatic and just full of tension and it's called curve and it's available on multiple platforms vimeo.com youtube probably by now but uh, vimeo.com and typing curve and it was one of their staff choices um in the last month or so and that's curve from 2016 um and that's my final choice annie hardy what's your final choice of what to watch on netflix my final choice is a YouTube exclusive video series uh-huh. that will just drive you wild. Okay. If you like, if you Are like you sure? demons, and I and like if you demons. Like magic. Well, my well, two favorite okay. things, Annie. You've got me. Then demons and magic. Love, you're really gonna love demon magicians. Then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sold. That is my. That is my series choice. Uh, there's a guy out there who makes all these videos where he makes compilations of demons. Uh, wait, wait, sorry. Magicians yeah. who are obviously being aided by demons because there's no other mean? way. I mean, like, how do some of these magic tricks fucking work? How do people stick a spike through their arm? They're they're. no no it's all tricks anything you can show me and after this we'll go through it you can send me any video and i'll explain to you how it's done well watch demon magicians and tell me how it's done yeah everything i just don't believe it how does it i mean yeah it can all 
See, that's the thing about like faith. People aren't willing to have faith because everyone's skeptical these days because they think science is something that wasn't developed to discredit spirituality. But magic tricks, magic tricks. They, they, they are they are just tricks um, and they are all explainable and if a magician actually says he is really magic he's, it's obviously just part of his patter um, but I am really interested in watching this and seeing how this guy kind of ha- does he actually like compare them to, to kind of like demons or how does he say the demons help them or does he just well, literally say that one guy, there's this one magician from who wants to America's got talent or whatever yeah. who wants to America's got talent <laughs> I think I know <laughs> this one to. yeah <laughs> and he is basically he tells the story of how he meets a demon when he's a little boy wow. and the demon has a name and everything and the demon like you know writes on this little chalkboard for him to tell him answers to these crowd members like uh past questions thing and like howie mandel's uh you know past is yep. written on the little chalkboard by the demon mm-hmm. and like you can tell these people ain't acting like this shit's real and then there's like this crazy like asian magician guy who's like making stuff float yeah and i know there's a lot of like uh, a trick of the hand eye whatever yeah. yeah but i also know that demons are real magic is real and it would be so much easier when these people need to float in the air to yeah. just have a demon do it for you and there's one guy who used to take like an old, old time magician who could get stabbed through his skin with a knife through major organs, never being hurt. How do you explain that, Jed? And then one day the demons <laughs> stopped, stopped uh, making him live because the demons can suspend injury and make sure you don't die. But one day... Okay, show me this video like, and I'll be able to... Ex- I'm sure I'll be able to explain. Because what, 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 when I was growing up, I wanted to be a magician too. So I would go into the libraries, read as many magic books as possible. And I mean, all through my life, I've tried to keep up to date with magic this sounds incredibly sad but like i'm a, I, I love magic <laughs> i love magic i've read so many like magic books books from the 20s 30s 40s 50s all the ones up to now i i, I mean i don't practice magic i'm not doing tricks all the time like a, some kind of like weirdo on the train but I, I like to kind of know if i really wanted to know how to do these things and i and i hate not knowing how to do things so I, i'm always up to date with with how things are done i could i could pretty much explain how someone puts something through themselves and and lives um if someone make, making something float it's very 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 simple to explain it and, and I, I could i will do that off here but um it's it's probably just as simple as a thread making things float. Right. yeah no wrong <laughs> okay but we we, we, we will see but is is this um youtube show entertaining or is it informative or both it's both okay yeah it's both and uh robert found this one back in the day and gosh we just loved to watch demon magicians (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking forward to it um i'm obsessed with like anything magical um so yeah if anything anything does appear that i can't explain then i'm i'll happy to put it down to demons i'll agree with you <laughs> um yeah but that's really it that's the show that's three recommendations from you annie hardy and three recommendations from me um if you guys out there uh like what you've heard or dislike what you've heard let us know on our subsequent twitters i'm at jed shepherd j-e-d-s-h-e-p-h-e-r-d on twitter and annie you are 
I am at symbol Annie Hardy. Also give a look to full psycho Rex. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And don't forget to listen to my podcast empath of least resistance, which is a, a from, great, po- uh, yeah, go on. Sorry. From pop post pop podcasts. That's the one. Uh, and it is a great <laughs> podcast and you must, I mean, listen to this. You guys are probably like mega interested in what Annie has to say now. So empath of least resistance is like an hour or 45 minutes to an hour of Annie describing how she, sees the world and uh she usually picks a topic every uh week and she kind of delves into that and um and also she does mini meditation so if you're into kind of um chilling out um you can do that with annie as well so it's not just hardcore um big topics sometimes annie likes to give the people a little bit of respite and uh and meditation in the bath as well the last two episodes were in the bath Yes, and I play songs as well, cover you do, songs. You do. Every episode, there's a cover song uh, at the start, at least one cover song. Sometimes you, you go for a couple of co- cover songs. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I'll medley the both together. I'm crazy like that. You do. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you could also hear um, Annie's uh, new album, which is called Rules. What's the best thing for that? Do you think Bandcamp or do you think iTunes? Uh, yeah, if you're going to buy it, please buy it from Bandcamp. I think most of the money goes to me that way but yeah. you can it's on itunes it's on amazon it's everywhere fine records are sold yeah and you've got loads of like really good reviews from like pitchfork pitchfork are renowned for giving people crappy reviews pitchfork gave you a really good review um i mean i know a lot of people don't pay attention to pitchfork anymore but i do i think they're still one of the last kind of standing bastions of good journalism and they gave you a, a great review so the score wasn't that great but the review sounded really good yeah but i mean if if you get over five i would say with with pitchfork it's it's pretty good uh but yeah the review the the write-up was really good um and obviously i i love the album and uh, if you guys are interested in giant drag which you should be um check out that stuff on spotify as well thank you so much annie for for talking to me i haven't spoken to you in ages oh. actually the last time i actually spoke to you on the phone was when you were trying to kick someone out of your garden who was living in your garden oh yeah backyard sean backyard sean yeah and uh he there was a police involved there it was it was a bit of a mess baseball bats smash windows um mm-hmm. it was dark absolutely it dark. was it was dark yeah but you know right it's always darkest before the dawn That's i'm true. still waiting on the dawn to be honest it will come it will come dawn divorce shout out to dawn no just kidding shout Not out to that dawn. dawn of the death as well dawn of the death <laughs> um yeah well, thank- <laughs> well thanks very much annie um i will speak to you later and guys i will see you next week thank you very much thanks jed bye bye